Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Toyota Brookhaven services all makes and models. That could be why we were voted best service department the past two years. Come see why. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota Brookhaven, we deliver. Welcome in on a Monday to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Glad to see you guys, even though you're probably not glad to hear what we have to talk about today. Probably not too thrilled with your baseball team at the moment. So we're going to talk about that. What the heck happened this weekend? Honestly, uh, you know, it's not surprising at this point. And there's a lot to digest with this series and how it went down and where Ole Miss stands nationally. And then, of course, uh, and now everybody's wanting to have the future of the program coach conversation. And so I'll try to just kind of give my unfiltered uh, just stream of thoughts, if you will, on this weekend and all of that stuff moving forward on the podcast. Because right now it's not good Ole Miss swept at home to Alabama as you guys know they are winless on the season in their two SEC series at home that's right Owen six if you didn't realize that I know some of you already knew that but um apparently David Kellum said it on the uh, on the radio broadcast and it opened up a lot of people's eyes that if they didn't win on Sunday after two series they would be winless in conference play that is a a shocking thing at this point um it's a, just a shocking thing at this point, and so there's a lot to digest there. I do want to remind you, though, if you have not already, follow me on Twitter or Facebook or YouTube, all under the same name, Michael Borky. Uh, whatever your method of choice is, platform of choice, find me there, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, and follow me there. If you haven't, haven't subscribed to this podcast already, do so. If you're listening in browser or if you're just stopping by wherever you get your podcasts, uh, hit subscribe. Subscribe to this. It'll auto-populate to your phone every single time that uh, there's a new episode uploaded and we will, uh, you know, it takes the having to see the tweet promotion or whatever out of it. Just happens there. So subscribe and I would appreciate it if you left a rating and a review if you like what you hear. So where to begin here? Where to begin with this? Uh, I'm going noteless today because I kind of wanted to just be raw for what it's worth. Where to begin? So Ole Miss loses three games. Well, we'll start with this, actually, because I said on Thursday's radio show, uh, after a, a bit of a back-and-forth discussion uh, of which I said that blowing up the rotation again didn't make any sense to me. I didn't understand after, for the first time this season, you got three starts on a weekend, all of which were good starts, ones that you should be happy with. Uh, good ones, and you won a series on the road, and the game you lost wasn't because of the starting pitcher. In fact, I think you got the axe too early. Same thing happened this weekend as well with the same pitcher. But either way, blowing it all up and, and doing it the whole one-game-at-a-time matchup-based approach thing, I said on Thursday and Friday, it didn't make sense to me. I don't understand it. And then Friday, Ole Miss starts Elliott, and then they go to Delusia, and they lose the game. So in one game, they used two starting pitchers from the previous weekend and lose the game. And Mike Bianco was asked about that after the game. And, uh, you know, the explanation, uh, you know, it, it's um, it sounds like they've really thought this through. And, and I know it was mentioned that, that us in the media don't quite understand uh, this concept. It's hard for us to understand, but... 
Um, it's all matchup based and one game at a time and no starting pitchers and all that. It didn't work this weekend, obviously, because they got swept. The thing is, though, uh, despite it not making any sense to me, even after the lengthy explanation, that lengthy explanation really didn't offer an actual rationality for why this is the best method of choice moving forward. It wouldn't have mattered. I don't think it, it would not have mattered. Uh because Delusia, for example, here, I'll, I'll, I should have the box score up already. I don't. But it's not like he came in and shut down Alabama after he was in the game, right? He gave up four runs. So it didn't have any strikeouts and walked two. So the, the options are so barren. The, the bullpen is so barren with good starting pitching options that even though you had three good starts the weekend prior. I would have run that rotation back, but I don't get paid a million dollars to coach baseball. I would have run that exact rotation back the next weekend because you finally saw some promise. Um, either way, the people that would have pitched did not pitch well. So it didn't matter. That's not excusing what is happening. I think at this point, though, starting pitching can't be figured out. I don't think you, I don't I don't think pitching for Ole Miss can be quote figured out. I think it's too late. That is a direct indictment on coaching, of course. So I'm not excusing it at all. Some people have started making excuses. Well, this team actually wasn't as talented as we thought, and well, the SEC is really good this year. I had somebody say to me on Twitter, "Oh, well, you know, it's a bit surprising, but the SEC has really good teams this year. They always do. You're supposed to be one of them, and you're not." Um, having an entire pitching staff be so unprepared for for this moment, if you will, is a direct indictment on evaluating and developing talent and recruiting that talent. It's a direct indictment of that. So I'm not excusing anything. That's just the truth. I don't think there's any string that you can pull right now to get things to work consistently. And I think it was Chase Parham that said last night, forgive me if I'm misattributing, um, you know, Chase is the best baseball mind that covers Ole Miss, no doubt. Um, he's really, really good. I think it was him that said, um, maybe we should have seen this coming, but because every single year, for at least since I've been here, I mean, he's he's been a part of it for a lot longer than I, but since I've been affiliated or, or covering it or whatever, every year Ole Miss has, a, has had a high-level starting pitching, or at least one or two of them, you know, elite-level starting pitchers. And so the benefit of the doubt was given going into this season because you have had no reason to think that wasn't going to be the case, but now maybe we should have questioned it more than we did because, the like, Derek Diamond, for example, McDaniel, those guys, I mean, you were hoping they would take a step forward, but you had a sample size of – ineffectiveness and here here you are so maybe that's something that should have been questioned going into the season I, I was one of those people I thought yeah I, I don't know what they're going to do on the mound starting pitching wise there's not a lot of proven there but until Mike Bianco has a team that does not have elite level starting pitching I'm going to expect them to at least be pretty solid there so it's what I thought and sure enough I was wrong I don't know if there's anything that they can do at this point to get consistent starting pitching Although, again, I would have run back the same rotation that got you a series win in Lexington two weeks ago. That didn't happen. This didn't work. 
the alternative probably still wouldn't have worked. They don't have high-level starting pitching, regardless of who goes where. They don't have it. They don't have consistency. They don't have uh, their best starting pitchers are freshmen. Th- th- that's where they are right now. And-, and while I think Elliott is going to end up being a great, great player, he's not there yet. He's very good. He's very effective now, but he's not at that level yet. You shouldn't have had to rely on him to start your Friday nights right now. Um, but but here you are. So so it's a mess right now, but I questioned it. it. It's very easy to question things when you're in my seat as opposed to theirs, um, but I don't think sticking with the same would have worked either. I, I don't think that would have worked either. This is just who they are at this point on the mound, I believe. But it's not just the mound. I mean, the, the the bats largely are not anywhere close to being what their potential says that they are. And the difference between the hitting and the pitching, the pitching we had, um, it, it was more projecting, right? We were, we were projecting our, well, he's always figured it out on the mound. He's always had high-level starting pitching, so we expect them to be that. This lineup was the same lineup as a year ago, basically minus Kale Baker and that should have been and, and is still addition by subtraction. But they're they're brutal. It's and so many people ask so often, you know, what is it? Are they pressing? What's going on? Are they not as good as we thought? I don't buy that part. I don't think it's are they as good as we thought? No, I think they are that talented. We've seen these guys produce at the highest level. We've seen it. They've had success. But right now, they're not. So I don't think it's a, well, maybe they weren't as good as we thought thing. We've seen this lineup, basically this exact lineup, produce at the highest level. So that it's not that to me. Is it pressing? It's possible. It looks like they're taking really bad at bats. They're not working counts. They're trying to hit the seven-run home run sometimes. Um. And I think there might be some mental weakness in there as well. More on that in a second. The podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website. If you are based in the state of Mississippi and you are in the market for office technology, Advantage Business Systems is the place to go. ABSMS.com. Office technology anywhere in the state of Mississippi. So copiers and printers and mail machines, cloud storage, data security, phone systems. If it's technology, if it's in the office, they can service you. You tell them I sent you, by the way, and you'll get a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what your budget is and what you're looking for, and they'll find a solution for you. ABSMS.com. The podcast is also brought to you by LBs just across from Kroger on University Avenue right there in Oxford. It is the best place in Mississippi to get your meat. Despite the struggles on the diamond, you won't... Oh, that that would have been a really bad, really bad tagline that I would just have handed to them. Not even going to go there. Not going to go there. Uh, baseball team's out of town this weekend, though. So you, you want to do some grilling outside. I assume the weather's going to be great. Pulling it up now. Let's see. 76 and sunny in Oxford on Saturday. Perfect grilling weather for the weekend. Get that started at LB's. Again, just across from Kroger and University. Best place in the state to get your meat. They also have daily lunch specials Monday through Friday. And if you are looking for a little inspiration, they're really helpful there as well. Tell Greg I sent you. They're also big supporters of Ole Miss baseball. Uh, that's LB. It's just across from Kroger and University. The mental weakness side of things. 
I think I've talked with you guys about this before. I, I, I do three different things, including a three-hour radio show. I, I never know when I say or where I say certain things. So forgive me if this is being repetitive. But I, I had somebody say to me last night on a live stream that um, they look fragile, I think was the phrase he used. They look mentally weak or they look like they're not in it. Something like that. I don't remember paraphrasing, but it was one of those things. They're not in it. They're frat. They're mentally weak. They're they're not engaged or whatever. In years past, I would have pushed back on that because the comparison I always use is after every basketball game, whether it be Ole Miss or Mississippi State, and let's say they shoot 22% from the field, I can guarantee you the next day on the radio show, somebody will send a text into our show and say something like, oh, they, they didn't. That they they didn't care. They weren't in it. They weren't mentally in it or whatever. Same thing happens in baseball when you have a bad hitting night. Oh, they were pressing or or they weren't in or they didn't compete. Those are easy things to say because if you're not making shots, basketball looks awful. You look disengaged. You look disinterested. Same thing in baseball. If you're not getting hits, you look disengaged. You look disinterested. You look like you're not in it when you're not hitting the ball. I would have pushed back on that had they not said it themselves. But now I, I can't argue against somebody that wants to attribute mental weakness to this team because they told you they were. And they've shown you that they are. They they told you they didn't bring energy or intensity in the Tennessee series. Did they straight up told you that? And then you see current player chirping at former player and that former player happened to play the same position on Ole Miss's only College World Series team in a long, long, long time, one of the, the better players in Ole Miss baseball history, an instrumental part in the College World Series run. You beat Kentucky, Kentucky. You beat Kentucky, and you chirp that former player on the Internet as if you've won something? They've shown you, and luckily that's something that can be fixed, that that can be corrected, that can change. But when somebody questions the, the mental fortitude of this team, I can't argue against you. They, they told you that they aren't engaged when they're playing the number five team in the country, that they're not matching intensity. They told you. Straight up, they think they've won something when they win a series over Kentucky. Right now, it's fair to question the mental fortitude of the team. It's fair to question that. And again, luckily, that's something that can change. That that can, you need just one alpha in the locker room to step up and start changing some minds, you know? That, that can happen. But between... Lack of pitching in general, really. Being a pretty poor defensive team and really struggling to hit the ball. They've got all kinds of problems right now. All kinds of problems right now. And now th their record is such that, I mean, if they're going to even get to a point where they're hosting a regional, which seems like a far cry at the moment, they've got to win every series remaining, based on numbers anyway. They, they they can't. I mean, they're they're four games below five hundred right now in conference play. They're they're in a deep hole at the moment, a deep deep hole. 
with one, two, three, four, five, six SEC series remaining. To get to 16 and 14, they have to win all of their series remaining. You know, mathematically, go two and one every week here on out. Just to get to 16 and 14. And even then, I'm still not convinced that that's a host. They might be going on the road for their regional. That that would be a smaller one, but that would still be a failure of a season, depending on how that regional would go. This team was supposed to be this good. Don't, just because they're bad now, does not mean you should alter your expectations. If they don't match expectations, it was a failed season. Just because now you know that the pitching staff is a problem and they're not hitting the ball well, all, all that stuff. Just because you know all these things now doesn't mean the goal is different than it was when the season began. So don't alter your expectations based on what you've seen because what you've seen to this point, and again, things can change. It's a beautiful thing of sports. If there's season left, you can change your path. My New Orleans Pelicans started 1-13. and 13. They're hosting a play-in game on Wednesday. Dramatically changes their circumstances. That has happened in sports. It can happen here, too. But what has gone on so far is unacceptable relative to expectations. They are supposed to be a hell of a lot better than this. Don't alter what you think about this team because they're not performing to the level in which they should be. So, anyway. Right now, though, their RPI is okay. I mean, a conversation we'll have on the radio show this afternoon is, is going to be about Mississippi State possibly uh, missing the postseason. I mean, that's kind of where they sit right now. Their RPI is 90. Ole Miss's is 49. They're still okay there. And playing more and more SEC games will help balance out the RPI thing. But not in good shape right now. And the team is reeling, and they've got to figure out something quick because they are more – luckily, they are more talented than they've showed. They can play better than what they've showed. But at, at what point are they who they are as opposed to, oh, they're just not playing well, or, oh, it's cold, or, oh, they're slumping, or whatever the excuse has been up to this point. It's April 11th now. April 11th. Who are they? Who are they? Last thing, um, I appreciate you guys hanging on this long, and I hope I've made sense. Um, a lot of people are going to want to do the fire the coach thing. Uh, a lot of people are going to want to do that. I understand why, and I understand some of you, uh, with the season going the way it's going after the LSU interview last summer, are pretty fed up or some of you see the writing on the wall and think this team will not reach their goals, and after 22 years, you are pretty fed up. I understand. I went to bat for you guys last summer uh, often, created a uh, an interesting few shows, no doubt, because um, I, I kind of beat that dead horse a lot. Uh, it got to a point where it was it was too much. I went too far, but anyway. Um. I'm not going to engage in that right now because one, um, I think considering it, it, I think a lot of you guys will agree with this considering what Mike Bianco has done for your program. And, and sometimes you can be a, a victim of your own success that expectations have exceeded ability. You know, maybe that's 
a thing here. Um, I'm not going to do that until the end of the season. When the season ends, we'll have that conversation. And if you guys know me, you know I'm, I'd be willing to have that conversation. I just, I think right now, um, not every situation deserves this, but 22 years at the same place, built the program. I think having those conversations now isn't, I don't want to say is disrespectful, but I think I view it as kind of disrespectful. I'll wait till the season ends. And if it ends in some regional somewhere, then we'll have that conversation. And I will agree with most of you. The vast majority of you I will agree with. But until that happens, I, I don't think that conversation is worth having. I will say if I was Keith Carter, I would start doing some research if he hasn't already. And I have a feeling he has already because that's what a good athletic director should do regardless. Um, but in terms of having that conversation, should he, should he not be? Not having it right now. Because um, I think it's pretty cut and dry depending on the results in the postseason. I think it's pretty cut and dry. So we'll have that conversation when that time comes. In the meantime, I don't think it is appropriate in this situation. Is that fair? Maybe, maybe not, but that's how I'm going to approach it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate all of you very, very much. Don't forget to follow Michael Borky, Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube if you haven't already. And I'll talk to you guys again on Wednesday. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.